Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. This is Best to the Nest. It's the podcast all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. Hi, Marjorie. Good morning. I always like this episode. I'm doing very well, and I like thinking about what I'm watching, reading, and listening to, and then we get to share it with you because we are consumers of media. Yes, we are. media. Sometimes people say like, oh, we shouldn't watch that much TV, and I'm like, TV's great. (laughs) I love TV. Before we get to that, can I just tell you that last week's podcast was very expensive for me? Yeah. How much did I cost you there, lady? Well, I became obsessed with the red light on my face. And so I was – if you didn't listen to the podcast last week, Elizabeth was talking about turning her house into a spa, into a wellness center, not a spa. A wellness center. Yeah, but kind of. It's actually like wellness center slash spa slash hotel. That's like the full – vibe that I'm going for. It's a good vibe. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about red light and your mom's use of red light for her face. And if you've never yeah. seen Elizabeth's mom, she's like a miracle. She's beautiful to start with. So let's just say <laughs> that. She's from the get-go. She's a beautiful woman. But how old is she, Elizabeth? Mm, she was born in 1955. So what is she, almost 67, I think? Somewhere in there. Yeah. And her skin is beautiful. And you were talking about red light. So I went and I did a bunch of research. I didn't get the one that she has. Okay. But I researched one because I got one that was a little cheaper. That's what I'm going to do when I do the full panels. She has the Juve. Juve is the brand. And And J-O-O-V-V. Yeah. And then the other one that she got me a little mini one that's like Mito. M-I-T-O is the brand. And then there are a few other red light therapy companies that make really good panels too that I've looked into. I think Juve is probably the highest priced. It's sort of like the the Shishi line. And she got when they were coming out with a new, they were coming out with like the 2020 model. And so she got the clearance out 2019s or whatever. And that was- Oh, that's great. She got a great deal on it. Yeah. (laughs) But you were talking about she uses full panels. And I think as I get older, I think that might be in my future. I want to hear more about how it's making her feel because I think- the way I spend my money going forward as I age is all is going to be all about making sure my body's prepared for what's coming. And certainly yeah. this has been influenced by watching my mom in the last year, who actually yeah. took pretty good care of her body. But I did get – and so what I got instead just to try, and I think it was $199, yep. is one of the face masks. Yes. That covers my face and yeah. my neck. And so that's, that's great. Yeah. The company Higher Dose makes one of those. Yep. They are the ones I talked about um, that they have the sauna blanket as well. You know, I will tell you, I got a lot of feedback about that podcast episode um, just in the last couple of days since it came out. And I got this Instagram message from this woman. I'm sure she's not going to mind that I share her name. Her name is Laura. And right. she has an Instagram account called Ways to My Heart. Hmm. And she does weeknight cooking, weeknight uh, weekend dining out. It's really cute. She's got like a lot of really good food posts. But she sent me 
a DM and she said, hey, big fan of the podcast. Just listen to the latest episode. And I thought this quote fit with the theme perfectly. While building our home a couple of years ago, we kept this saying in mind when getting our project quotes back. Spend your money where you spend your time. Yes. And then she said, not sure where we originally heard it, but it helped us feel better about spending money on things we were going to love long term. And she said, now I need a spa in my house. And then did a laughing, crying face. <laughs> and then she said, also fitting, buy once, cry once, LOL. It was very Oh, I funny. like that. It was like really that. sweet. And I said, that's such a brilliant motto. And the second one is pretty good, too. But I like that. When we talk about best to the nest, I mean, there are lots of ways that you can wither away your money on things and you everybody has options of where to spend their money but right. i think that idea of spend your money where you spend your time that when you're going to allocate your funds spend it on things that really make your time in your home beautiful and supporting all of your goals and restorative that that's a great thing it's it is a great thing and it's i wonderful. and i think i i look at when we talk about that in the big picture of your home Mm -hmm. I'm even taking that a little bit smaller to just my body. Yeah. Just my body. Like your body I want is to your make, home. I just want to make sure. And there's what we've had so many great guests, but there was we talked about this. There was one gosh, I wish I could remember who said it, but she was talking about how our bodies are our homes. That was Liz Winky. Was it Liz Winky? Yeah, oh, that wonderful. was Liz Winky. Yeah. And she um she's an intuitive eating counselor. She's a therapist and she was on the show talking to us about intuitive eating and about that concept. And when she said, that's what she says, my body is my home. Right. That was really impactful for me. And I think you're totally right. I, I even love that idea of taking it one step further, spend your money where you spend your time. But even thinking about that when it comes to what is your ultimate home, your ultimate right. home is your body. And I want to feel good. I mean, I think so many times as as women age, I've never been – how do I say this carefully? I've never been terribly invested in how I look. For sure. Um, I don't – like I'm just fine with how God made me. It's never yeah. been terribly important to me. So you I was also never... have a collection of designer dresses and you wear a black turtleneck every single day. <laughs> so like there's a lot of fascinating things about you. It's why, it's why it's I'm just weird. so drawn to you. It's wonderful. I'm very odd. I know. Very odd. You're right now in joy. my basket, right in my basket and thread up, I have three evening gowns. Why? Marjorie, I don't know. Why? Like, why Where am I going? What life am I living? I mean, I don't understand myself, Elizabeth. I don't. Oh my gosh. So We're anyway. gonna do we are going to do a podcast that is a deep analysis of Marjorie's closet is what's gonna yes. happen. Please. Oh my like, god. Oh, here's all the designer stuff I have and I go nowhere. <laughs> Elizabeth, I will tell you, I was trying to clean out my closet because I lost a closet. In the machinations of our house, I lost yeah. a closet. So I had to take my big closet and cull some things out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is very hard for me. I uh, like I everything in my closet. Yeah. I have like four vintage furs. Why? Oh, Why? That's pretty fun. Yeah, but, but and you also got like you got so much stuff in dry cleaning bags. Like if it's never getting more, like it's just staying in the bag. How do you know that? How do you know I that? Guess, you can't know. see me. <laughs> you can't see me. I love okay. it. 
Anyway, All now right. we just did a whole podcast episode about the last podcast episode. Now we got to get into this <laughs> podcast episode. And while we were preparing for this podcast episode, we were having a whole conversation that's a separate podcast episode that we weren't even recording. So for the okay. love of God, tell me what you're watching. Okay. <laughs> for the love of God, I'm watching Inventing Anna. Oh. On Netflix. Do you know about this? No, I haven't seen this yet. Okay. This is going to be a, this is going to be a talk topic for you on one of your many, many media products. <laughs> so it's an, it's the new Shonda Rhimes series. It's a nine episode series that's running on Netflix from Shondaland. And it's a, based on a true story that was written up by a New York magazine writer. Shonda uh, Rhimes was on it. The minute the article came out, Shonda like got in there, got the rights, and then they turned this around to a series. And it's about a woman named Anna Sorokin, who is of Russian descent, but lived in Germany. A lot of the details are kind of vague, who within <laughs> three years reinvented herself and got herself into New York society. Oh, I love this idea. Yeah. And so... An accent helps when you're doing that. It just exactly. makes everybody think you're fancier. But was just recently released from jail. Ooh. I think it was in 2019, was convicted of many sort of financial crimes. So the okay. series follows that rise and fall. And they fictionalize some of it. Some of it's true. Some of it's not. Yeah. I remember who this real, the inspiration real person is. Yeah. So it was, it, here's what I can say about it. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, okay. but it kept me walking on the treadmill. We got back on the Yellowstone train and <gasps> um, it's really fun. I have to tell you, you know, we'd watch the first season and then watch like the first couple episodes of the second season and then got all, you know, had a baby. And so we got all off track of like watching shows together. So truthfully, I think since Heathcliff, this is like the first show that Jay and I are back in watching together. Oh, that's because great. It just takes us a while because I, once we have a baby, then I'm like on how fast can I go to bed every single day for like, <laughs> you know, 15 months. So I'm like just arising from my coffin of sleep as soon as I get home. And right. so we've been watching, we watched the rest of season two, season three, and we just started season four. I will tell you, it, they have made it such a pain in the ass to figure out how to watch the show. I mean, it's would so you, stupid. Would you please four. tell me? Where are you uh, watching season four? Because for people who love Yellowstone, which Ian and I did, we got so frustrated by trying to find season four. We haven't watched it yet. It's we just, so stupid. It's on Paramount Plus, but you can okay. only watch the first episode on Paramount Plus. I went through all this thing of subscribing to Paramount Plus oh. to only find out that they don't have the full season. You have to watch it on Paramount Plus through cable or another streaming service. It's just uh, offensively irritating how they've set this up. It's really annoying. So what I ended up doing is watching it on Hulu Live. So oh, okay. they, after all of that, I could get season four on Hulu Live. I will say that the prequel to Yellowstone, which has just come out, the first season of 1883, starring Faith Hill and Tim McGraw as right. you know the previous generations of the Duttons, that is available on Paramount 
Plus. So okay. now that I have Paramount Plus, we'll be watching that too. It's so was that the was that the media strategy was to hook you so that you had to subscribe to Paramount Plus? I don't know because the first three seasons are on Peacock. I think the media strategy was just to be irritating. I think they didn't <laughs> have a strategy. And then like I don't know if maybe they didn't expect the show was going to be that popular, and then it was, and then it like okay. then I don't know what happened. But, but here's it's what I'm so confused very about. annoying. Paramount Plus is CBS. There's Viacom. Yes. Yes. Peacock, Peacock is, NBC. is NBC. Right. I, I, none of this makes sense to me. So we, none of it makes we, sense. We just gave up. We just gave up because I I, we did. I think Ian had figured out that we could only watch one on Paramount Plus, and he's like, "Oh hell no." I know. And then so we just gave up and figured at some point it'll pop up on one of our streaming services. But Hulu Live, does that mean you're watching it no. week to week? You- no, you can search for it. It's on Hulu Live. You just search for it and stream it. Yeah, and you can binge. So you can binge watch it. Yes, because I won't watch anything you, that like I can't. You, yeah, binge. I, weird. <laughs> so strange. You can on the Paramount Plus website. It says that you can watch the episodes, but when I was on the on the app, it, it, I don't know, guys. I just like no, it's so all frustrating. these streaming services. It's like very stressful, but that's where I'm at. And we really do find it to be delightful. You know, there's some, there are certainly some moments in Yellowstone where I'm like, okay, nobody talks like this. Like this is ridiculous, whatever. And these people are, how many gunshot wounds can we have and still survive? <laughs> that being said, you know, it's just so beautifully shot in Montana, yes. and they shoot it in Montana. And I just love shows that are going to include the landscape yeah. in the show. I mean, Montana is a character in the show, and so right. it would really be bad if they didn't shoot it actually there, and they do. And it's just like we watch it, and it's so beautiful. And Rip in the show, my husband looks just like him, and so I'm always <gasps> like, this is you, Jay. This oh, my God, you. he kind of does. Oh, people have, like, stopped him and told him that. And oh, I never connected it. He does. He totally does. So it's very fun. And and actually, Jay has some of the same personality traits of Rip, um, oh, which I find to be great. like kind of quick to throw out an F-bomb and then quick to laugh. Right. <laughs> like the same thing about Jay. And Rip's a great character. It's but great I also character. love, I have to I have to say, I love Kevin Costner in this series. And he's yeah. an executive producer on the series. And I believe that that's probably 100% why it's being shot in Montana. I mean, Kevin Costner has been very vocal about his love affair with the West. He didn't yeah. grow, I don't I don't know where he grew up, but he, from Dances with Wolves to other things that he's done, he's just so respectful of the landscape and of the land and of sort of the ethos of the people. And so it's, that is cool because you feel that. You feel that when you watch Yellowstone. You which totally do. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, what are you reading? I am reading – well, I finished the Sylvia Plath book finally. Oh, good. A thousand pages later. Holy It was 58 no. hours on Audible. Yowzers. It was insane. Was really good. Really good. If anybody is interested in that, it was named one of the New York Times bestselling – or best books of 2021. Um, very detailed. You have to really want to know everything about Sylvia Plath. But mm-hmm. I found it I found it interesting in the end and worth it. So I just finished that and I just picked up because it, because – Ian had ordered it, and I was slightly interested because we had just watched All the President's Men. I'm watch- I'm reading Ben Bradley's A Good Life, Newspapering and Other Adventures. He was the executive editor of the Washington Post from 1965 to 1991, I think. Oh, wow. And so it is – here's what's interesting so far. I'm only about halfway through it, or a third of the way through it. It is wildly out of step with the times. Wow. This came out in 1995. And it is interesting 
to hear a book because I'm I'm listening to it on Audible. To, isn't that weird to say to hear a book? But it's so out of step in terms of how he frames his privilege, how he talks about women, mm-hmm. and it's not that it's terribly disparaging, but it's those nuances that I think we we now are hyper aware of. So much so, at one point, he talks about his nanny from Switzerland who came and felt that they were all wound too tight and introduced him to nudity at the age of 10. And then he makes a comment about those being the first boobs he had ever seen. Oh, boy. And I just thought, oh, my God, on so many levels, (laughs) this is so wrong. (laughs) But of the time... It, it's it's just interesting in that way. So I'm sort of looking at it and listening to it in a whole different way. But I I want to get to the part where he's actually the editor at the Washington Post because that's the part that really interests me. And right now I'm at Harvard. So I just looked it at, up at on Amazon though, and a paperback is 135 dollars and 53 cents. What? And then you can buy it in hardcover for six dollars and 48 cents. Yeah, Amazon. They'll give you free prime shipping with that $135. (laughs) What a fascinating thing. I've never seen that. When you look at buying a book, it's $6.48 in hardcover and the paperback is $135.53. Well, it's funny because I looked up. So many years ago, Ian and I put out these two children's books. Yeah. And one was called Dizzy Them Up with a Propeller Butt. And the other regularly at our house. Oh, that's wonderful. And then the other one, which was quite controversial, was Jackula the Vampire Dog. Yeah. Because Jackula, the main character, sucked the blood of squirrels. <laughs> Maybe not appropriate for children. I don't know. We, I think it's great. We thought it was very Tim Burton. But anyway, that one, the last time I looked it up, if you wanted to buy it on Amazon, it was like 40 bucks. And I feel like writing on Amazon, guys, I've got five cartons in my garage. I will give you one. <laughs> I'll give you one. So don't. That is very funny. Okay, so I just started a new book on Audible. I had Audible credits, even though I'm trying to actually read physical books. But I really love Michael Pollan. I've talked about Michael Pollan in the past. The Omnivore's Dilemma was a really pivotal book for me in terms of my food journey. And so I just started This Is Your Mind on Plants, which I'd wanted to listen to. And it's really interesting because it is... I'm not very far into it, but it is all about drugs. So, and you know me, like I'm not a drug person. I have to like, I have to have a headache for three days before I'll even take an Advil. It's like a very stressful thing. But right. I, um, but what it really is about, I'm very intrigued by these ideas of psychoactive plants because the more that I, I'm kind of learning about like the use of some of these substances when it comes to like therapeutic doses and the way that they are being studied by like major, major universities in terms of being able to help people with like PTSD or overcoming trauma, all of those things is so interesting. But he, um, and this book is exploring the idea of what constitutes a drug and then fundamentally why we as humans seek out experiences with drugs. Um, He talks about the taboos about psychoactive plants and then our just consistent attraction to them. And then also uh, really starts to even very early on delving into the total crazy contradictions that come with the rules that we self-impose upon ourselves oh, about yeah. these substances. And how even down to like talking about peyote and Native Americans and then how if it's used in a certain way by a certain person, 
even if a if a non-Native American was using peyote the way that Native Americans use peyote, it would be considered illegal simply huh. because that person is not Native American. So, and that I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's he's saying that's really interesting in terms of how we establish the rules around drugs don't always just have to do with how you use them. It's who's using them, not even down to like age or something like that. It's really fascinating. And oh, so that's great. He also delves into caffeine and I haven't gotten to this part yet, but he, uh, what I understand is that after reading this book, you will do some self-exploration in terms of how much caffeine you're using and why you're using it. And then sort of how is caffeine different from other things? It's just very Elizabeth, intriguing. You need to skip that chapter. <laughs> we do don't love. want any self exploration of yes, coffee. Yes. I guess but you that, take a hard look at how much coffee you drink. I've had two cups today and I feel great. <laughs> and I'm proud of it. It's mm-hmm. just fine. Don't yeah. get in the way of my coffee. It's now interesting. That's, yeah, I, I actually may download that one. Is yeah, he, I don't. So, I would, I've read Michael Pollan. I am now listening to this one. I would prefer to read it than to listen to it is where okay. I'm at. Okay. I, and I, I've listened to many, many interviews with Michael Pollan. I just think from my experiences, I'm prefer, I prefer reading it but to listening to it. But I had Audible credits and I'm trying to be fiscally responsible and not buy things when I've already bought things. So there, there you go. go. There yeah. you go. That's it. So listening to... I followed up on last month's Watch, Read, Listen, and I did a deep dive on Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Oh, I know. So into them, right? Yeah. He's wonderful. And he's wonderful. I mean, I was watching interviews. I was watching... Oh, that's great. I haven't even done that. He just seems... He just seems so normal, and he talks a lot about his wife, and then there's, you know, there's videos of his kids, and it's just sweet. I mean, it's just sweet. And I, and so that was really fun to sort of do a deep dive on that. And so when I was listening to some of the different songs, one of the songs that came up, I think it's off his new album, Dragon, okay. was Family. And so I'm listening to it and it's a very sweet music video because it's just, it, I, I'm thinking it's his wife and his kids are in the video among other people. And it just looks fun and friendly. But I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh my God, this is and he lives in Nashville, and I'm like, this this song's going to be in a commercial. Like it's 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 almost like he wrote it for a commercial. Yeah, because it's really it's kind of basic, and I don't mean that in a disparaging way. It's just kind of basic and kind of fun. And like two weeks later, I see it, and Tyson Foods is using it. Oh shoot, dog! On a yeah, a bummer. On a yeah, on a com- on a commercial. But it, the commercial's lovely and fun. And Tyson Foods, it's been don't go there, Elizabeth, feeding us for generations. <laughs> wow, thank don't, you. I'll, yeah, I'll but it. it's but it was just one of those things. And so that's kind of what his music is like. And I've really been enjoying it. So that's my listen. That's good. It's a yeah. very Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors. Yeah, it's really fun. great. Yeah, I love him and them the whole thing. Okay, so before we go, what I've been listening to. I've really been working on um, incorporating some meditation into my life as we've been talking about um, turning my home into a wellness center. And so one of the things that I've done has been piping meditations into the sauna, but I wanted to bring your attention to someone who I met through Twin Cities Live and her name is Kelly Smith and she has a podcast. How I met her was when she came on the show the first time she taught us about sound bathing And she has these like glass bowls and she hits the insides of them with these kind of like a stick 
and then it makes a sound. And then she she continues to do that. And then there's like different techniques that you can use with these bowls to make this like super calming, amazing music. It's so cool. And she hmm. has a podcast and it's called Mindful in Minutes and it's guided meditations that are 20 minutes or less. And you can listen anywhere you listen to your podcast. And she's wonderful. I've just like, oh. I met her and then she was just kind of one of those people that I met and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to know more about what you do. I want to like see what's happening with you and I want to consume whatever you're putting out there. It was just, I just got such a good vibe from her. And so she sent me one of her sound bath meditations and I've piped it into the sauna a couple of times and like really loved it. And so I haven't listened to her Mindful in Minutes podcast yet, but I know that they're there and I know she's wonderful. And so this is going to be the next thing that I start to listen to. Guided meditations in 20 minutes or less. When you pump that into the sauna, sauna, yeah. what does it do for you? Well, there's a speaker in there. And so I just listen to it. And so I just am sitting quietly. Like it's already like I'm already sitting quietly. And so but it's do just you, kind like, of can a you way. Describe what it does. It take you away. Does it. Or is it, just it just brings you to the present moment. It's like okay. the goal of meditation okay. is to just let go of the past, not worry about the future, just be in the present moment. And uh, um, that's wonderful for you. And, speak, you know, when you talk about like she was just on the show again the other day talking about the benefits of meditation when it comes to heart health, how it like can significantly oh, yeah. reduce blood pressure. I mean, there's all these amazing things with like inflammation and we're hmm. just constantly in that like fight or flight stage all the time. And I've talked about here, you know, managing Managing that on a daily basis is important for me living in a post panic attack life, you know? Right. So this is like kind of just part of that effort to hopefully prevent that from happening again. And I find, you know, I'm always, my mind's going a lot and I just yeah. want it to not, I want it to, to not stop. be going. <laughs> I know it's, just it's exhausting. Stop. It's exhausting. Yeah. But I, she's wonderful. I, I will check that out because the last time we were talking about this off air, you and I were talking about how we try and develop habits of things that feel good. And it's sort of human nature. Like you can work out every day and it feels great. And then you let it sort of fall away. And why do we do yeah. that when we know we I feel know. better because we do it? And meditation, and I am, I'm going to put air quotes around meditation because I don't really know what that really means to do that truly. But when I was in a particularly stressful period in my life in 2014, Oprah was putting out meditations with Deepak Chopra and I just needed to just stop. I needed yes. my mind to settle down. I just needed to not worry. I needed to just relax. And yeah. I did that. I did them as they were coming out and it was so great. And then I, and then like I stopped and then I never did it again. And it's so yeah. weird because it was like, it was so helpful to me. So I really am excited about listening to that. Thank you. Yeah. That's a really you're welcome. good thing. I would like to have her on the podcast too. She does lots of, um, she, she, you can mentor with her. She does private sessions. Mm. She does online courses and stuff like that. And again, it was just kind of, sometimes you just meet someone and you're like, oh, wow, I really like everything that you're doing. Right. And I think that you guys will like her too. So. Oh, good. That's link wonderful. Link that up for you as well. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review at Apple Podcasts. Okay. So we have a review from Dinah this morning. She said, she titled it Awesome, and then she just wrote, love listening to you guys because there's laughter. Oh, yay. <laughs> See? Just got to have a little good. laughter. 
little yeah, laughter in your life. It's not so serious around here. That's all right. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home. Now go put on one of those evening gowns, Marge. <laughs> oh, my. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.